Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 234 of the Apolog Podcast. I'm your host, Simon Head, and I have a cold. Anyways, this episode is brought to you in part by BetterHelp.com. Get affordable private online counseling anytime, anywhere. Talk with a licensed professional therapist online. And you can start a seven-day trial by going to betterhelp.com slash pod, enter the code word Apolog, and you'll get seven days of free treatment. Treatment, that's what it is. Everybody, we all need a bit of treatment from time to time. And uh, this it's super discreet and super easy to use. And you can pick your favorite counselor and book. And it's just so much easier than driving in the car and going to, yeah, blah. Okay, thanks everybody for shopping on Amazon, supporting the show. You too can support the show on Amazon by going to applelog.ca slash Amazon or applelog.ca slash US Amazon. Go the old-fashioned way by going to applelog.ca and click on those banners located on the right side. Locate your country, whether you're from Canada, the United States, or the UK. Bookmark those links, and every time you shop on Amazon, use those links to shop and support the show. It costs you no extra money. Once again, thanks for everybody for shopping on Amazon. It really helps the show out. Thanks, everybody, for supporting me on Patreon. You, too, can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash You can pledge as much or as little as you want on a monthly basis to help with hosting and gas fees, and you can cancel at any time. And I really appreciate the people that are helping me out in Patreon. Thank you so much. You know who you are. You can go to applelog.ca slash shop and buy a t-shirt or some music there. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Give it five stars. Like the show on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash Pod, And follow me on Twitter at SimonHead666. The band today I have is called Gallows Band. They are a band that's based sort of in the Appalachians of the United States of America. They play hillbilly music like punk rockers. And they are punk rockers playing hillbilly music. I'm going to play some music at the start, but here they are. Gallows Band, they're on tour, by the way. Um, check out their tour dates that are on the description of this podcast. They're everywhere. They're out with Aquabats. They're out with a whole bunch, a whole bunch of bands. Okay? Have a good time listening to this episode of the podcast with Gallows Bound. Here they are. That was a bad intro. Hello. Can you hear me? Hey. I can hear you. Okay. How is everybody? We're doing good. How's life in Spokane, Washington? Oh, it's been pretty awesome. We had the day off here yesterday and we got to walk around and there's like waterfalls running through the town and stuff. So <laughs> have you have you been there before? Uh I don't believe we have. I think this is our first time. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm sorry, I missed you guys at Putza because that was like a week and a half ago. Was that two weeks ago? A week and a bit ago. Uh, your guess is as good as ours. <laughs> Everything starts to run together. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Putza was awesome. Yeah, it's a really good festival. It's probably one of our, one of our better Canadian festivals for sure. Yeah, we had so much fun. It was a, a killer time. We got to see so many, so many friends and. Uh, the show we played was super fun, and uh, I did the women's panel, and that was a pretty fun thing to do. So nice. it was a great way to kick off the tour. Yeah, 
Yeah. So you guys, I'm sorry, I'm reading your bio that you were, what, what made you go to New Jersey to record an album? Uh, we met uh, Pete Steinkoff and he, um, his studio is in Asbury Park, New Jersey. So mm-hmm. we went up there and recorded with him. Yeah. So it was just some, I mean, cause I've been to Asbury Park and it's kind of, uh, is it being built up? Like I've been there in a couple of years, but is it looking better than it used to? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think Asbury Park is a charming place. I think it's kind of cool how it's like, it kind of, um, it gets... A little bit of new, a little bit of old, like, kind of got this kind of antique thing to it. But after the, after, uh, Hurricane Sandy, they, they rebuilt the boardwalk and everything like that. So it's pretty nice now. Burned down. Yeah, there was like a big fire when we were there. And I don't know, there's something going on, something going on in Asbury Park. I think the last time I was there was in 2001 or two for Warp Tour, and it seemed to be the only thing around. Like it was just in the weird parking lot that no one, <laughs> <laughs> there was no building attached to it anymore, kind of thing. And yeah, it's kind of a weird, yeah, area. But I mean, that's a deep history with uh, what what America, I mean, was back. What was it in the 50s? Right. That's kind of an Asbury Park. Uh, lore of craziness yeah yeah it's pretty cool it's got a cool cool music scene there too there was a really cool bar that we did a venue there was a venue there too where the guy who was the head catering of the sopranos and he made us food and it was like the one of the best meals i'd had on tour for a long time i can't remember the name of the club it's probably it's a little tiny 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 place too oh never mind so uh so you guys you guys are on tour with swinging others right now we are yes. Yes. How how's um how's touring going as an opening band these days? Uh, I mean, I love it. I think it's great. It's kind of a cool spot to be in. Like we we're direct support, so sometimes there's local bands that'll play with us, which is awesome. And sometimes it's just the two of us, but um, it's pretty fun, you know, to get to kind of kick things off, and we get to watch the Swing Nutters play every night and play to some different people that may not have heard us before. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's a good time. Yeah. 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 And so you've been on, you're kind of on tour for a while now, right? You started in early May and you're going to what early June. Gosh, I look at that and I freak yeah, out. Well, we, uh, that's, we started in, in Montreal and then we headed to the West coast. We're doing this tour with swinging others on the west coast and then as soon as this tour ends on june 8th we're going straight to europe for a month to tour over there so um we will be home we'll be we'll be we'll be back home until like the middle of july yeah so did you guys okay so the question is who quit their jobs to go on tour uh i don't think any of us (laughs) yeah i don't think any of us really ever quit we just kind of like made it work you know like there might have been some employers that weren't too happy about bringing us back, but they've always been pretty, you know, we've always been able to find work. That is yeah, always, pretty lucky. sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say like, you know, some of us are able to work from the road and we've got a lot of like support from our hometown. So everybody kind of tries to pitch in and, you know, find, find work for us when we need it or, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's always the plight of the band that has to go out and they have to have jobs and, and then they have to go on tour and uh, I mean, I played in a band with a guy who was like a, a banking investor guy. And every time he had to leave on tour, 
he would have to quit his job. And I thought, there's only so many firms that you're going to be able to get jobs for. <laughs> you know, they're going to, you're going to get a bad name, you know. And, uh, you know, he eventually, he eventually got a, he got his job and he got his career. But um, there's sort of like that tipping point of having to go on tour because you love it and having to go on tour because it needs to pay your bills and having to go on tour because it's the only thing you know. Right. Yeah, that's that's very real. That's a real thing. I mean, we're not really in that spot. We're kind of in this spot of like, just like we're having a great time and we're we're getting to go out and, and uh, we make it work. You know what I mean? And um, we're not doing it because we have to. We're just doing it because we want to. Yeah. We and have, we love it. We all have some form of like trade that we that we specialize in, I guess, in at home. So. It's not like we need a specific employer. We just need people that need work done, you know? Like, oh. Yeah, we're like carpenters and photographers, video editors, tattoo artists. Yeah. Uh, Justin can pretty much build a house from the ground up, and so can Jesse. So we're, uh, you know, we try to just make ourselves uh, have, have enough of a skill set to keep rolling. Find work. Yeah, it's always good to, yeah, because the, the thing when, like, say, if, for instance, like with my buddy who had to have a career to f make his life feel complete... It's like it, it. There was a big tear in his soul because music is his life, and then he need. You know what I mean? And and and, and you know, and you guys. There's always a. There's always an, a a cunningness to keep busy when you're at home to be able to be available to go on tour, and it takes a lot of uh, pizzazz to to do that because you don't know at one point. Am I gonna? You know, am I gonna pay this or is it gonna happen? And and that's sort of like that's what I appreciate with musicians because it's like. It's a risk, and it's a huge risk, and and you guys are out there like doing it and risking it, and you know, and I say this as a person who had risked it, but then I got to that point, like you know what, I got kids, and I, I can't do it anymore, and um, so I like talking to bands who kind of are in that just that sweet spot of like we love going on tour, and we love being in a band, and we love everybody in our band, you know, and not saying like two years from now yeah, everybody's going to hate lucky. each other, but you know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we've all known each other for like 10 years. We've been touring together pretty heavily for the past like four years. And I mean, we've been through a lot, but we've been through it all together. So I think like for us, it's like we're, we're pretty much a family and uh, like our happy big priority, you know, like over a lot of other things. So we just try to make sure we're making the right moves and supporting each other through it. Yeah. And that's a really, you know, I, I just uh, had a band stay over who were playing Pusa Fest who were like, three people who grew up to high, went to high school with each other and kind of, you know, they've known each other for that many years. And there is a familiness to the whole thing. And and when you, when you go out on tour, you have to have, you know, your brothers and sisters with you because, you know, that's the family that your extended family and that's the people that take care of you. And it's, yeah, it's a tough thing. Cause you know, and it sounds like you guys are in a healthy type of situation where it's like, because being in a band is the good part. It's awesome. But then when the bad part happens, sometimes bands tend to sort of, you know, disperse <laughs> and let someone deal with all the crap. And and that doesn't seem yeah, to be like you to, guys. We're not there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous we laughter. We deal with the crap and we keep fucking rolling and we have a great time. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, we're really lucky. Cool. We're lucky that everything's working out, and uh, we all live close to each other, so it's like uh, we're we're super lucky that everything just works out. Yeah, that's we're having a blast. That's the other thing about bands now that they can be in a band and be together and be in different cities and different parts of America. And 
I always found that like, you know, I played in a band out of Winnipeg and I lived in Toronto and I found that just so hard to do like 20 years ago, 30 years ago, actually, it was so hard to do because you had to fly there and you, there was no internet and, and you know, and now, now yeah, band, that's crazy. Yeah, bands can kind of like, kind of, kind of like, Hey, I got this song and they can kind of have a conversation like, you know, over their cell phones and make music and share things much easier. And, but if you guys are like just around the corner from each other, you must have like a central jam space and then you, you get together like weekly, daily. Yeah, we band practice every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, it's awesome. Like we, I feel like it, it allows us to really create and grow um, a lot quicker in a way because like musically, just because uh, like, I don't know for the past, year or so we'll get together and we'll practice twice a week or we're not on the road we've been working on this new album so you know it's like if not everyone is available then a couple of us will get together and it's just like to be able to sit and create and like have that happening in the moment you know what i mean we can really like actually create something together and uh it's it's awesome yeah i never played in a band like that <laughs> not one not once <laughs> i know it's a bummer i'm envious i'm envious so uh well, I, can I play a song? I'm going to play a song. Oh, yeah. Okay, here it is. It's the first song in your EP. Chin and ride. 
You guys tour in a van, and yes. is there is there certain spots where people sit? Like, do you guys have like this is my world, don't touch my shit kind of stuff? Like, do you have that rules? <laughs> the driver's seat is mine. <laughs> yeah, Aaron. Aaron does pretty much all of the driving unless we have to do like a big turn and burn, and then he uh, reluctantly will give up his captain's chair for a few hours to get some sleep. <laughs> but yeah, after that, we, we pretty much rotate. Like everything, and all our seats and stuff, we all like take turns. Yeah. We have a, in our van, we have a spot where people can sleep. There's so. a designated napping area in the van. So, you know, we let people take that when they need it. It's a quiet, safe space. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you ever, okay, so I've done this where you do an all night drive and you're done your drive and everybody wakes up and then you're trying to sleep and they're like cranking tunes, laughing. You know, because they all got a good night's sleep in the van and I'm trying to sleep. Because I was that guy. I was the one that would do all the overnights. And uh, I always found that wildly, like, if there's any way to break up a a band, it's like, let somebody drive all night and then sleep and then nobody appreciates the fact that you drove all night. I'm I'm pretty lucky where, like, you know, our family, uh, my family that's with us here, like, they're all pretty respectful. Like, we appreciate they, each other. They, you know, they'll run in and they'll grab me a drink or they'll, they'll give me the <laughs> space, you know, to, to have a nap when we get to the, to the venue or whatever. Like, they're, they, they really help me out in driving. And why do yeah. you do all the driving? What are you worried about? <laughs> I don't trust anybody. <laughs> <laughs> really? There's always, there's always somebody staying up with me, like, listening to music and talking or whatever. So I'm never by myself. Right. Yeah. It, well, you guys haven't done too many uh, late night Canadian drives because it's the most dangerous time, and, it, and it's actually in the middle part of America too. Uh, around five thirty till seven thirty in the morning, it's the most dangerous time because all the animals are running around because they're like, "That's the last chance I got." Like, you know, I got I got to go find a place to hide, and they'll run across the road, and you'll just ding one. And it's frightening. It's scary. I've hit a few. Yeah, it sounds pretty scary. It's good to know. You we do. Never, to watch yeah, we, don't, we don't really do it too like too many overnight drives. Oh, you're good. We definitely haven't done it through Canada. Yeah, not through the middle of Canada. We've never I ventured into that territory. It's been like yeah. 90 and 80. You don't need to worry about it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's like uh, it's like a cartoon when you drive through the prairies. And it's the similar kind of thing when you're driving through like, uh, I don't know, Sioux City or in that sort of like that Montana kind of area. And it's just like, this all looks the same to me. I don't know why. It's like I've seen this before, but um, yeah. Well, you guys, like the Midwest. Yeah, absolutely, totally. Like Lawrence, Kansas, sort of it's like prairie-ish. And if you guys ever, if you make it, oh, to, if you make it to like Sweden, Sweden is a lot like Red, Regina, like in Saskatchewan. It just is frighteningly similar. It's it's very very similar. Yeah, we're gonna be in Sweden. Yeah. Well, hey, 
have a safe drive. Be nice. And uh, come back to Canada soon. And uh, and I'll play another song when you guys go uh, do what you're doing. So you're playing tonight? Yeah. Uh, tonight, we're playing at the, the Dip. The Big Dipper in Spokane. Nice. Cool. Well, have fun and uh, drive safe. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank, you. thank you. Okay, have a good night. See ya. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. Gallows Bound, and the record is called Appalachian Witch. It's an EP, and it is out now, and you can get the link in the description. Go buy their music, go support their band, whenever they come through your town, somewhere to stay. All right, everybody, that's it. 
Have a good week. We'll see you again.